notre quotidien, c'est sur Taïwan. Located on the edges of your radio static, you've stumbled upon the lost signal. Tonight, we bring you a tale of a madman, Tilson Mullally's The Artist. at the end of the lane, on a cliff overlooking the seaside. The nearest house to this one was several lots away. Through the rain, only the dim glow of the light in his windows was visible, but my mind filled in the rest. A cozy New Englander, tall, and regal. This would be my gallery. I crept to the sill of the large bay window that looked into the living room. It was lit by a single lamp leaning over an overstuffed armchair in the corner. Draped over the arm was a newspaper. Even from here, I could read the large, block-lettered headline. Beware the artist. Such an aversion to the arts in today's society. It depressed me. That's why I had arrived. To show them what one can do with creativity. The decor of the room was antiquated cluttered with the memories of an elderly medium, haphazard, yet somehow organized. On the side table near the chair was an empty glass and a pill bottle. <gasps> I ducked down as he shambled into the room, until the glow of the window had darkened, and I knew the medium had gone to sleep. I peered over the sill once more, 
and caught his silhouette in the dark room as it slunk slowly up the stairs. Around the rear, a much smaller, darker window was inset in the wall at eye level. The outlines of a well-kept little kitchen were evident in the blackness beyond its dimensions. Quietly, I slipped inside. From the kitchen, I slithered through the rooms, keeping light on my feet so that even the floorboards hardly made a creak. Before I could go upstairs, I had to retrieve my supplies. I made my way to the cluttered den as I had nearly a week ago, and loosened the stone at the right of the mantel above the fireplace. And there, my brush and ties were waiting for me. I gingerly removed them from their hiding place, and as my fingers curled around the tools, I could feel the charge within them. They had been sleeping near their canvas for seven days now. They could do their work. The lightning illuminated my way up the stairs as each step brought me closer to my canvas. My heart began to beat with the excitement of creation. I could feel the muse flowing through my body, collecting at my twitching fingertips. An itching that would not cease until I... Hello? Who's there? I had misstepped in my eagerness. The canvas was stirring, and the door to the bedroom opened, just as I backed into the shadows. Hello? Who's there? I'll call the police. He was coming down the hall toward me. I crouched in the corner near the hall table, and slowly, so slowly, I wrapped my hand around the vase that rested on it. His old eyes did not register the slight movement, and he slipped past where I crouched. Hello? Come out now! Damn. Too hard. I inspected the canvas in the dark. His ink leaked from the back of his skull. It was bruised but not unusable. Quickly, I began to set up. Do you like tales of the supernatural and paranormal? Then check out our sister show on the Podmoth Network, Supernatural Sisters.
Each week, Molly and Abigail will bring you allegedly true tales of strange happenings. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And don't forget to check out all of the other great shows on the Podmoth Network. And now, back to the show. Can't I move? I was afraid I'd damaged you. You were losing so much ink. But don't worry. I've staunched it. Who are you? Who am I? I am nothing more than a mere artist. Here to bring beauty into the world. You're him! I read about what you did in the papers. That poor girl. Then you, my dear Canvas, have read nothing but lies. My masterpieces are the furthest thing from acts of surgical brutality. (laughs) I am innovating a new medium of portraiture. Look here. Look at this brush. That's... It's an exacto knife. Ah, but in my hands it is a brush, a delicate implement for delicate work. And you, you with this parchment skin, are perfect for my latest piece. Please, please reconsider. Nonsense. Look here, look at this photo, look. Do you see how beautiful she is? How delicate. I took this in the park from afar. Don't zoom lenses do wonders? Every detail is captured. The essence of life. I don't know her name. Perhaps tonight we'll give her one as we get to know her intimately, eh? As we make her portrait part of you. Don't! Please! Please What's your emergency? This is the artist. I have another portrait for you. 3112 
Mullen Drive, and it's beautiful. Sir, is this a joke? What is your emergency? The others were merely characters. This, though, this is a masterpiece. Sir, this line is for emergencies only. I'm gonna have to ask you to hang up, and there's a dead man at 3112 Mullen Drive. Please come. Come and view the gallery. It's a heavenly piece. You're late. You pulled me out of bed at 3 a.m. Be happy I'm here at all. What a... Oh. That's vile. Yeah. Guy on the line called it a masterpiece. Fucking psycho. Carved it right into his chest. The guy called it in himself? Yeah. Who's the stiff? Owner of the house, Herbert Rind. Look at the portrait, though. Jesus, Bill, don't call it that. What else do you want me to call it? Look! What does it look like? Hell. It's... What? A woman? I think. Blood's drained all over it. Does she look familiar to you? She's a carving in some guy's chest! It's the Jane Doe we found in the park a month ago. Quite the conclusion to jump to. It's not. Look what he left. Good God. It's her photo. Must have been taken the day she was killed. She was carved up too. What's it mean? It means... We have a serial killer. Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Signal 1 and Instagram at The Lost Signal Podcast. Also, follow and rate us on iTunes. Thank you and good night. <laughs>